TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Knicks makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary! On the final play! Sports happens. Talk about it here. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 1102 back on the Fan BC and Sound. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata. We are paying off the bet today. All right. So go check it out. Twitch.tv slash WFAM. Uh, our listeners are awesome. We were fed some erroneous information. Not surprising. But we were fed two levels of improper and incorrect information. First of all, and I asked a simple question. Did Doink and Goldust ever square up? Right. I don't know. I wasn't watching wrestling right. at that point. And and I appreciate the effort there, though. I'm not, yeah, I'm not killing you. But I guess he just did a very basic cursory Google search. You know, Doink and Goldust. It comes and he's up like, in a video game. He's like, yeah. yeah, they fought. It was a gold. It was a, it was a it was a video game. So okay. they, <clears throat> strike one. And then we asked Coffee. He's like, no, they never fought. I have evidence to the contrary here. Uh, July 12, 2010, Raw. All right, this is a DM from one of our listeners here. Doink teamed up with William Regal. Okay. Primo. And Zack Ryder. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. How do we not know this year? You're not going to like the results there, Mr. Doink. You Doink. went down. Well, To lose to Santino Morella, or Marea, yeah. not sure, uh, Vladimir Kozlov, the great Kali, not to be confused with the great Kabuki from back in the day, and me, Goldust. Yeah. So we did beat you. Oh, yes, no wonder we why won. we lost. I mean, uh, Zack Ryder was on the team. <laughs> he pulled you down? Yeah, He could have used Dink. Where was Dink with the foreign object? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slipping your wrench or something. So we, we, I guess they did fight. That was a raw fight. I mean, put quotes around the word. Fight, 2010 raw. I'll tell you one thing about social media. I really hope, I hope two things happen here. Really. I mean, if we're going, if we went this all in with the costumes, and we did, Mm -hmm. and the makeup, which we did ourselves, Sal did his and I did mine, we need two things to happen. We need WWE to be tagged on everything and somehow pull us into this 
and us benefit. And, yeah, and no, seriously, benefit, no, no, seriously. And Dustin Rhodes, who many people have tagged already with with my Gold Dust Ensemble. Gold Dust has to do a little something for us here. You know, Doink had many uh, or multiple um, guys play him. I knew there were at least two. I didn't know there were more than that. Yeah, is that true? Yeah, I don't. I forget. I know Matt Bourne was one of them. Yep. And uh, I forget if the dude who plays Skinner is Matt Bourne or mm-hmm. the dude. Remember the dude who played Skinner in WWE? You remember? No, him? I don't remember him. I don't know. Anyway, there there are a few different guys who played. I mean, it's just a Doink costume. Like today, I'm I'm Doink. You know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, let's see go. This guy. Yeah. It's all good. All right, so we're talking to little Aaron Boone. I trust him. I trust him, and and I believe in him. And I'm telling you, I have warned you guys, turbulence is coming, like every New York sports season brings, and you've got to understand that, at least me, I'm telling you now, and I, I rarely do this like two months out, certainly, you know, uh, even more in certain situations if it's the middle of the season. When turbulence strikes, I'm not going to abandon Boone because I think Boone is very good. And you're going to, some of you will feed into, uh, Brad Osmus, the bench coach. Ah, uh, Girardi's back. Maybe they bring him down from the yes booth. Ah, uh, Boone's contract is up. Maybe a fireman give the Yankees a kick in the ass. No, no, no. But the extra criticism and the extra scrutiny with Juan Soto's walk year and the Rodon stuff, if he doesn't pitch well and the ownership finally saying we weren't good enough last year, this might be. The craziest Yankee season in a while. And I'm rolling with Boone. I got his back. He's good. Yeah. He ain't I, the problem. If it goes sideways, somebody's going to have to pay, whether it's in season or at the end of the year. I'm not saying it's right, but I do think it's going to be Aaron Boone. Let's get Pat right here in Manhattan on uh, BT and Sal. What's going on, Pat? Hey, guys. Just a few points. Uh, Sal, this is primarily for you mm-hmm. since you're killing Boone. Uh, here's the deal. You talk about Buck being a real manager and Boone being a data applicator. Mm-hmm. Well, let's use last year as an example. Tommy Pham said the Mets were the least hardworking team he's, and he's been playing for 14 years, the least hardworking team he ever played on. And also, you have also indicated that the Mets had a toxic clubhouse. Now, I don't believe either of those accusations were made about last year's New York Yankees. Uh, okay, I'm I'm still confused as to what your point is. Do you have a point? My point is you said you were still raving about Buck and you wanted him to come back, yet his team won, what, 77 so games? So are we just going based he off of one huge, year? He was oh, the, oh. at the helm of being the least hardworking team that Tommy and, and guess what? Guess what? He, guess what? He got fired. But, but you were still but, but, supporting but, 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 him. But, 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 what? What's your point? He got fired. My Do point you, is, I said my original day, comment. You're still calling Boone a data applicator. He is. He is. Okay. That's the original and, comment. Right. Boone is a data applicator. Okay. By the way, okay. they try. May I name? They, they tried sorry. to turn Go. Buck into a data applicator. So the, today's okay. game is filled with data applicators. There are very few managers anymore, if at all. Very few of them. Okay. By the way, did you see one of the series? An, an actual manager, Bruce Bochy. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. The point about teams. You're saying that the Yankees haven't gotten to the point where they were with Joe Girardi. Now, baseball, the randomness of baseball, uh-huh. the Braves had a great year last year. What happened to them in the postseason? You're going off the of Dodgers one year. The Dodgers had a great year last year. My point but being This is not one is year for Aaron Boone. It's not one year. He's been here since 2018. You know it's 2024, you like right? 
Take a look at Aaron Boone's record and tell me for the next five years, would you like the Mets to have the win totals it, that this Aaron has Boone nothing has had? To Pat, do with Pat, the Pat, Mets. Pat, Pat, hold on, Pat. God. What are you bringing the Mets into this for? I mean, what, why? my goodness, it has nothing to why? do with the Mets. You know, hello, Sal, you still there? Yeah, yes. we're both here. Why are you bringing the Mets into it? You know what? Oh, uh, complete I mean, moron. You suck. Don't yeah, ever call. You're an idiot. Th- this is the... Get lost. Thank you. I mean, What I... an absolute jerk. See, here's the Pat, problem. yo, he's banned. Don't ever let him get... I'm, I'm done with that guy. No, no it, because he... The stupidity with this guy. Do you know why? Is, and I don't use those words that often. I don't call listeners stupid. Stupid. That guy is stupid. It, he just re, he redirects the conversation to a place that is we're not even talking about. Stop wasting our time, Pat. You really are an idiot, dude. But do you know why he brought it back to the like Mets? He doesn't like you. I guess whatever. No, yeah, the yeah Mets because he Who thinks, cares? He thinks my opinion oh, on Aaron Boone is based on the Mets. It is not. It I know it's it. not. And also, I've already said Boone is not the problem here. But you're going to deny that Boone is a data applicator? You and I could have this conversation we have for a while. By the way, like data applicator is just a fun term. It is disrespectful. But the reality is that's what me- that's what teams want. They hired data applicators. Buck Showalter is an old-school manager. He was with the Yankees in the early 90s. He built the Rangers up, the Diamondbacks. The Orioles had success under him. He's an old-school manager who the new generation of general managers in game tried to turn him into more of a data applicator. He said it about Brandon Nimmo. Yeah. Oh, well, they wouldn't let me put A couple triples the night before he can't play. Yeah, I remember. That was a good quote. That's applying data. You get it? Aaron Boone talks about lanes in the bullpen. He's not saying, oh, I'm sitting back. This guy, I got a feeling, could do good damage on this night against this person. He applies the data the front office gives him. Like, what's wrong with saying that? It has nothing to do with the Mets or even Buck Showalter, for that matter. I'm just referencing old, forget Buck. Mm-hmm. Reference actual managers. Bruce Bochy, Jim Leland, Dusty Baker. I mean, all, all of them that we grew up watching. Actual managers. That's it. Oh, Joe Torrey, too. Joe's interesting because Joe was, you know, he had no players with the Mets and his winning percentage was atrocious, really not his fault. Uh, he had some success with the Braves, I, I think in 83, if I'm right on the year. That's when Murphy was, you know, MVP and were really, really good. They won 13 straight to start a season. They made the playoffs and then, you know, obviously with St. Louis, eh, that he's in the booth and then he's here. Uh, and he's got stars, and Joe Torre's a Hall of Famer. It's funny, though, as much as—and I like Joe Girardi. I do. I've always liked Joe. But we do misremember a little bit what Joe was doing here. Joe's first year, they won 89 games when he came over from the Marlins, 06 with the Marlins, uh, takes over the Yankees, wins 89. All right, they were a team that was decaying. They had to reset things. And then, of course, in 2009, they spent $250 million, and they won 103 games. They won the World Series last time they won. But after that, after three good years in terms of win total, Joe Girardi, don't forget this, 85 wins, 84, 87, and 84. So we're going to criticize. Now, I know Joe's got the, the, the World Series, so... It's it's a softer right. land. He's got the one, but he had four straight years, two of which were below eighty five wins, four in a row. I don't in a row. I don't imagine if Boone ripped off four years, 85, 84, 87, 84. Let's just have the same energy, right? But he hasn't been here long enough to do that. I understand that, but 
And, you know, and, and who know, who's to say? We might. And by the way, I'm not calling for Boone's job. I, I think know you're not. both of them should have been fired. The, the 2021 season, to me, would have been the time to make a change. Here are the facts. Joe Girardi won a World Series. Joe Girardi took Boone's team before Boone got here, the year before, to Game 7 of the ALCS in 2017. They added John Carl Stanton in the offseason, and Boone, while he won more games, did not get as far as Joe Girardi took the Yankees to. Now, you want to say semantics, Game 6 of the ALCS, whatever. Okay, fine. Either way... Aaron Boone's Yankees, the New York Yankees, with their payroll, with all the superstars that they have, 100-win seasons that they have, multiple 100-win seasons, haven't gotten to a World Series. And yet, That's I'm, a fact. I'm, no, no, but that is definitely a fact. What I'm saying is, I don't want to say I'm okay with that because I would like to win again very soon, hopefully this year or whatever, but the, the failures to me, I'll put quotes around failures, certainly playoff failures, there's reasons for that. Some Yankee fans don't want to hear it. But the roster, this is why I've always, really before anybody, many of you were kissing Cashman's ass. And the drop, we don't really play it, but I've heard it on the morning show a million times. Brian Cashman has not earned the right. That was when me and TK, our first week on the air, that's a couple years ago now, I was saying that. I got news for you. I was saying that nationally as well. So to me, I, I recognize that you could only, you know, you could only react to what you have. I can't give you a change of a hundred dollar bill if I don't have a hundred dollar bill, or I don't have, if I don't have the proper change. I don't have a couple twenties, couple tens, few fives, few singles. I can't give you change. You know, I can't run if I don't have sneakers on. How is Boone supposed to win a World Series with what his general manager has given him? Legitimate question. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. How about Keith and Rocky Point? What's going on, Keith? BT and Sal, how are you? Hey, how you doing? I got a question. I, I, I'm listening to you, so I don't get to really see you. Okay. I think from the rest of the show to 2 o'clock, you guys have to address yourselves as Goldust and Doink. And and the, maybe the callers should try it, too. It's like BT yeah. and Sal. It's not BT and Sal. It's Goldust and Doink today. All right. Well, that, that's fine. Uh, that's, I, I wouldn't that, be opposed to that. The problem is, like, like the, the majority of people listening don't, in fact, care. Right, I mean, yeah, it's the visual. It's not really what we yeah, say. Exactly, it's a it's a visual. So if you if you care I, I, enough, well, yeah. it, it makes me it makes me smile when I heard you guys say the circus act. I'm sorry, Doink. Yeah. I mean that was that was pretty funny. And there I you visualized go. him dressed up as Doink. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, I, I, you know, visual. Keith. You know, what was even funnier when you saw when I saw his face after I said it. Yeah, yeah oh my, it's, you know, listen. Yeah. Yeah, no, listen, I, I did it a few times. We came back to the music, the gold dust entry music, entrance music, and obviously the doink music. Yes, I mean, social media's a blaze. You I will don't find care. it. I, that, that, I don't that care. That doesn't it's bother me. The fact that I'm feeling, you know, not 100% bothers me more than anything else. It is what it is. Oh, yeah, like I've never heard that before. Oh, you're a clown. Oh, you're a clown. Okay, all right, you're really original. Haven't heard that before. It's really going to hurt me. Guess what? I'm not, in fact, a clown. I'm a talk show host on WFAN. That's the reality. And, I mean, it's, I can dress however I want. <laughs> yeah. The, the reality is what it is. So I, you, I, you can call us clowns uh-huh. all you want. This, this is the truth of the matter. I just, wait, wait, I just wish you didn't say what you just said. What? Because that's not going away. You just looked into the cameras and said, I'm not a clown. <laughs> I'm a talk show host on WFAN. <laughs> and I'm in 10 years, clown, people yeah. will see you dressed yeah. as a clown. Yeah, Hoff, you have something. B- BT, can you yes. do me a favor? Just look at the camera and repeat that line again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> repeat, the, repeat what you just said. About the I'm not a clown? No, okay. said that? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, yes. spe- speaking of costumes, yeah. there's somebody... Uh, Pitchers and catchers today wearing a new uniform. Looks pretty good in, in, with the Mets. Mr. Luis, Luis Severino. Oh, all right. Yeah. Most people do look good when they show up for your uh, spring training. Let's yeah, see right. what the ERA looks like all going right. into May.
I hope he pitches well. And I actually think he's got a chance to listen. Seth Even Rio, if he does, they're still an eighty-five win team. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't. They just have their rotations really bad, at least on paper. I just don't believe in it at all, unfortunately for Met fans. But the, um, you know, the the, the chances for Severino to bounce back, I, I don't rule it out because if it's mostly derived from him tipping pitches and not a diminishment of stuff, which is what a lot of people say, you learn how to cover the ball up. I mean, tipping a pitch is a real thing. Right. It's a real thing. They believe, you know what's coming. And, I'm going to hit it. And they believe that was the biggest factor. So if they're correct, then maybe he can be serviceable uh, in their rotation. Mm-hmm. Man, it probably has to be more than serviceable for them to make the playoffs. Let's get Chris in New York City. Chris, PT, uh, pardon me. It is uh, Goldust and Doink here on the fan. What's going on, Chris? Uh, good afternoon, guys, man. Thank you. I look great. I respect you for holding up your bets, man. I just... Wikipedia on Twitter, on um, Twitch, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, real quick, um, um, I uh, wanted to just, uh, I don't have an issue with Boone. Um, I think he's a good manager. Um, I'm, I'm going to hold off on the great till I get my World Series. But um, my, my only issue with Boone is that I think when the Yankees are trying to bring up young talent, I don't think he has the, or he's shown, he hasn't shown me that he has the, the manager skills to bring the young guys along. And that's what the Yankees have. You know, you know, we have our big stars. That's easy to manage a big star. He's mm-hmm. going to do what he's going to do. Yeah. But just with the youth, you know, we, you know, we need those one or two guys to do what they did in AAA. And I, I feel like Boone needs to take some responsibility on bringing those guys along. Um, okay, I don't have an answer yep. exactly how, but yep. I think that's my only issue. He, the, young, the young spots, those hitters that we need, those, those young guys, mm-hmm. just can't bring them along. Chris, I got to tell you. Uh, that's what I, I got. No, no, I, I got you. Thanks for the call there, Chris. Appreciate it, buddy. I think that that's actually an outstanding point. Uh, that's one thing that's frustrated not just Chris, not just me. I think all Yankee fans, the lack of really outside of Judge and Volpe from a power speed leather perspective, not batting average and on base perspective a year ago, and I think that we all strongly believe that's going to improve. Like, these players come up, and they look absolutely lost. doesn't matter who it is. They hit 190, they hit 212, no punch. But that's not on Boone. No, no, that's where I was going. To me, but I do understand why some people will correlate, you know, as the manager, like player development does matter. Like, think about this. If some of the young New York Knicks were not improving, I think we'd have a big issue with Tom Thibodeau, right? Uh, Same with football players, et cetera. Now, the difference with baseball is that before they get to the manager, in this case Boone, they're at various levels and various stops and working with people other right. than Aaron right. Boone. So I, I agree. I just wanted to expand on that because I could see why people get frustrated, but it's not really it's not Boone's fault. Right. And, and I do think that's a Yankee organizational thing, and we'll see what happens now with this latest cast of prospects that everybody's talking about. We Austin talked about Wells. it yesterday. Yeah, whatever. Hyping yeah, these guys up. Yeah. Volpe taking a next step. Yes. Like, you can't be Volpe from last year. He's got to take a next step offensively here and be more of an impact player. The, the potential is there. Uh, I believe he's going to be, but he actually has to do it. Whether it's Dominguez doing it for, I don't know, more than seven games. I mean, that may be a thing. Well, Eventually, Spencer Jones. I mean, we got to see it with these that's Yankees. my boy here. Spence. Don't yeah, be yeah, slender no, Spence. We got into that I yesterday. Yankees got Stud. about six Hall of Famers brewing as far as the prospects go, ready to make an impact at the big league level. Mm-hmm. Ready, ready to see it. What could go wrong? It's ah. true. I mean, what? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing doing. Yeah. Nothing could go wrong. Yeah, I go back. Take a deep <laughs> breath there. Uh, Get ahead, Goldust. Take a deep breath there. Oh, God. <laughs> <clears throat> you are sleeping on Spencer Jones. And it's going to be fun to watch it unfold. Okay. You're sleeping on him. Have you seen video of the guy? No. Just don't need to. No, why? Because he's a Yankee. He's not a major leaguer yet. I got gotcha. you.
Wake me up when you get here, and then I'll watch it when you get here. Well, I mean, I saw a little video of Jed Williams in the cage yesterday to the point where they were pumping up how much weight he put on, like functional weight training. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm diving into those Met prospects, buddy. My theory goes the same to them. Yeah, uh, Acuna Jr., uh, Gilbert. Oh, Jet Williams. Yeah. Yeah, let's see it. Because you know what happens? Mm. I heard about Beatty. I heard about Vientos. And then I watch them, and you know what I see? Guys who can't cut it in the big leagues. Eight That's seven. what I see. Oh, I'm sorry. They're yeah. doing gate 7 337 and Sal on the fan. Coming up this hour, we got three RQ, three random. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Questions, the crowd coming up at noon. Yankee tickets in the 12 o'clock hour on The Fan. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Sal back on the fan. Little County Crows. There you go. Calling number 10 right now. 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326. Your chance to see Santana with County Crows at Northwell Health at Jones Beach Theater. It's a good spot. Nice summer vibe. A couple of cold ones right by the beach. I love it. Uh, from our, I like both bands as well. From our friends over at Live Nation. Tickets go on sale this Friday, 10 a.m. at Live Nation. Dot com. Mr. Jones. All right, BT and Sal here. It's eleven twenty-seven on the fan. Three RQ coming up next. We've got the uh, obviously the top story today. Hit you with the crown at noon. Yes, some of you are getting a pound of flesh today. We look like idiots. We leaned in heavy. Gold dust and doink at your surface, and uh, you don't really have to look hard or far or wide to see this. It is everywhere, as we knew that it mean? would be. Meaning, because so we're not on TV yet. Right. So people are like, well, where can I see it? I don't know. Just open your phone and go on any app, and it might strike you. Yeah, but a lot what? of people don't go on social media, and a lot of people aren't on Twitch. So, oh. you know what? Yeah, maybe, let's figure it out. Well, maybe we're lucky Today was then. the day I was like, yeah, it's a good thing we're not on TV. <laughs> exactly. Let's get back to the calls here. A lot about Aaron Boone today, who's going to speak at one. Anthony's up in Westchester. Uh, what's going on, Ant? Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Good. What's up, Ant? How are you, buddy? Same old, same old. So, BT, I'm I'm in more agreement with you than I am Sal, so things are back to normal a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, the problem with the Yankees, it's, it's organizational top to bottom. And one of the callers, I think two ago, brought it up, and you guys touched on it with Severino, right, with possibly tipping pitches, and hopefully he can get back to form. 
if that's something the Yankees missed with all the money that this team is worth, $6.3 billion, something like that, mm-hmm. it's not on boom. And I don't want to just make excuses for the guy because, look, it's the New York Yankees. We should have a better, bigger name manager, right, because of where we are. But it's an organizational thing. The other problem is when you talk about playoff losses and playoff failures, don't you need your biggest stars to come through in the playoffs? Yes, sir. I don't sir. want to call of the course. guy out because he's, car- he's carried the team. Judge hasn't but done Aaron enough. Judge is, is, he's a two eleven postseason hitter. Yeah. You know, that's a problem. And is that on Boone? Do you really think that any manager you put in there, unless you bring Casey Stingle back from the grave, do you really think any manager is going to sit down with Aaron Judge in the middle of a seven-game series and say, I think you got a hitch in your in your swing, no. we should do it this way. No, and by the way, Casey Stengel's not doing that either. I mean, Casey's the man. Let's let's not give him too much credit there. No manager, I don't believe, is is capable of necessarily changing the overall dynamics of poor performance because of a lot. It's listen when when stars struggle in the playoffs. Barry Bonds went through this. Alex Rodriguez went through this. Aaron Judge is going through this now. It happens. I mean, what what well, what is it? Um, right, but that's a big reason why the Yankees haven't gotten over the hump. No, no, you know, I, we talk I, about I Girardi agree. and Boone. The Baby Bombers have been Aaron Judge's team since 2017. Every year since then, outside of maybe the last couple, I thought the Yankees were going to go to the World Series, especially initially after 2017. Mm-hmm. And I thought that because of Aaron Judge, and he has yeah, not. But baseball doesn't work that way. I, so. I understand you know it. it no, no, I understand it. But he's the main reason why I thought that they would break through because I saw what he did in 2017 for that team. I mean, he the Yankees were supposed to be in a rebuild year, but because Aaron Judge burst onto the scene, yeah. he got them to Game Seven of the ALCS. So naturally, combined with the rest of the Yankees, you know, finances or resources or whatever, I'm thinking. They're going to break through and get to and win a World Series. At least one of these years, 2018, wrong. 2019, wrong. 2020, whatever the pandemic. 2021, wrong. 2022, wrong. 2023, wrong. Judge, at some point, has to get this team to, at the very least, BT, to a World Series. Listen, there's there's almost two different things there, okay? So, for him to go, even with all the amazing numbers, if he never gets the Yankees to a World Series... And really doesn't win one. He just he's not going to be able to be. He'll always be revered, but there will be a a a category for him that is below the other like, legends, like Mattingly. Very similar. No, I'm hitting. Hard. No, 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 no. no I'm hitting hard. Gold I know dust. you think that that one hurt there. Take that kick but, to the uh, gut. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, well, no, but I mean, great player. I'll also say this: if I want to use that parallel, because it's not a terrible one. You know, Mattingly, like Judge, didn't have a ton around them. Don Matt- now, I don't, I don't mean the years with Ricky. I would Ricky probably say Judge and, and, actually and, has more. Uh, well, it depends which version. Because when Mattingly, when Mattingly first came up, remember that's you know that's like the Nettles is are sta- uh, moving on. Reggie had already moved on. Judge Winfield got still Cole. there. Judge got the best pitcher in baseball. He's got the best pitcher in baseball. But Don Mattingly had Ricky Henderson for mm-hmm. three or four years as a leadoff guy. Yeah, Winfield. I know. Yeah, Dave Winfield. Winfield as well. You know the names. Uh, Willie Randolph mm-hmm. was a two hitter. They were very very good. They had no pitching. Uh, I think when I look at Aaron, when I look at Aaron Judge's Yankee tenure, it's still unfulfilled. But to me, it's not his fault, and I know he's got to be better. Two, both things could be true. It's not his fault, and yes, he needs to perform better in October. Well, you know that's just genuinely how I feel. Right, but the argument needs more help. The argument that I would have is what we and we brought this up a week ago or a couple of weeks ago with Julius Randle. 
or now pick a Nick. Once they get to the postseason, it's going to be, okay, well, great. You did well in the regular season. Now you have to do what you did in the regular season in the postseason. But Randall, a prime example, whether it's a few years back against Atlanta, whether it is last year, Randall has not been the same player in the regular season in the postseason. The same could be said for Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. He has not been the same player that dominates the regular season carries the Yankees in the regular season. He hasn't done it yet in the postseason. See, I look, I want to bring Jeter into this for a sec. I look at Jeter, and we're sitting there having a bar, you know, at, at a bar talking baseball, and you say, all right, well, you know, who is Jeter instead of Fielder? It's Bernie, switch hitter, not a Hall of Famer, but borderline Hall of Famer and amazing Yankee, Bernie. Oh, who was, who was Derek's right fielder? Paul O'Neill. Won a batting title, clutch, power, awesome defender, you know, sneaky mm-hmm. runner. Had still 20 steals one year. He was an amazing Yankee, Paul O'Neill. Who was the first baseman? Oh, only the best power hitter on that team basically every time they won. That would be Tito Martinez. And I said, who was the, who was the catcher? Well, that was a switch hitting, borderline, borderline. Hall of Famer as well with pop from behind the dish, Posada. You, you, if I ask you about Judge, hey, who was Aaron Judge's first baseman? You'd say, well, he had Greg Bird for a minute. He had uh, Luke Voigt for a minute. Mm-hmm. He had Rizzo. Oh, yeah, great. Who was his shortstop? Well, he had Didi for a second. Then he had Gleyber Torres playing out of position. Now he's got a kid who we all think is going to be great in Volpe. You know, by the way, you asked Jeter at the second second stage, was yeah, who was his third baseman? That would be Alex Rodriguez, one of the best players of all time. Who was playing third base during Aaron, Aaron Judge's tenure? Uh, you had a little Geo. You had a little a little uh, a DJ LeMayhew. You had a little Josh Donald. You know, you see what I'm saying? Who was the closer for I Jeter? Know, but, that was Mo. But, but, Who was the closer for the for the? Well, you had Chapman. For, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that's bad. Chapman a little bit here. Clay Holmes. Like the point is, Aaron Judge has not been given the tools to win a World Series. Bottom line. No, period. Yeah, but the reality is, Aaron Judge has not been the same player as he has been in the regular season, and the postseason. So I don't care what's around it's him. A small sample. Oh. Dude, I don't get what's around him. He's been in the postseason. He hasn't been the same offensive player. Dove, get on BaseballReference.com real quick there, sir. I need you to jump something up here. I know they're not very good, but I need the specific numbers. Sal, if I say to you, and I would I would do it myself, though, but I, I don't yeah. think I could put my glasses on because of the makeup. I, I, that I, you're can't you're see doing the, computer, the same thing, so we got to lean on Dove. All right, if I said to you, Dove, type in Willie Mace. Okay? Now, I know it's not good. It's I believe Willie's OPS in the playoffs not just with the Mets when he was old, right. Giants, was like 690, right around 700. It's Willie Mays, right. who some people think either Babe Ruth or Willie Mays, Hank Aaron a little bit as well, the three best players in the history of baseball. Willie Mays was not a solid postseason performer. Can you go down to the bottom of his baseball reference page? What right, was but, Willie Mays' postseason stats? What he, were they? He going? did win a World Series, though. I understand that. Dylan, cool. What were they? Which one you want? Uh, the totality. What was his career um, postseason stats? Well, the OPS was six sixty eight. The OPS was six sixty eight. So I was right, sub seven hundred. I want people to hear that. Willie Mays, Willie Mays, not Willie Mays Hayes. Where you run like you, you may run like you. Know, like, yeah, I can't say mm, you know, know that that Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays had a sub seven hundred OPS. Dove, do me one more favor, sir. I know it's a it's a small sample. Ted Williams, the greatest hitter, along with Tony Gwynn, pure hitter, to ever grace this planet. Ted Williams, all right, if you want to debate that, waste your time with somebody else because I ain't debating it here. Um, what was his career postseason? Again, smaller sample. I believe his batting average was 230. What did Ted Williams hit in the postseason? What was it? He only played one year. I know, I know, I know. What was his numbers? The OPS was 533. Oh, his OPS was 533. 
I say this not to denigrate Mays and Ted Williams, to let people know baseball is different. Right. LeBron James or Kareem doesn't go from 33 points a game during the regular season to 12 and a half points a game in the NBA Finals because he suddenly forgot how to play basketball. There's There might be a two or three point so drop So he can't off. get it done against a better pitching? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, number one, I need more evidence. He needs more around him. And yes, he's got to get it done eventually, no oh, doubt. I mean, that, that's, but that's a big key. But you can't characterize saying- him as a failure based on... What, 70 posts? I mean, it's just, I never it's said he's right. a failure. I think Aaron Judge is a great player, one of the best players in the game. However, he has not taken his team to the World Series. And a big part of that is because his performance has dropped off, uh, dropped off significantly yeah. from the regular season. I don't care what excuses or what references you want to throw out there. Those are the facts. Judge in the regular season has been different than Judge in the postseason. And I believe that that's a big difference in the Yankees getting to and winning a World Series or not. And by the way, what was it? Almost 800 judges OPS? 772. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a drop from his usual 1,000, clearly. But, no, Sal, I'm not giving him a lifetime pass. I mean, he got booed. I got it. He got booed by Yankee fans. Uh, does that make it right? Those no. people who bo- no, booed, I thought were, that that was they look worse than you look yeah. today. Those are real clowns. I, I thought that was despicable. Come on, yeah. man. You booing Aaron Judge? Well, I'm just saying that clearly his performance... He set a very, very, very high standard. Mm-hmm. But he's got to do it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. Then fine, have his teammates do it and carry him for but a change. But is it Boone's fault? Think about what we're saying. Is no. it Boone's fault that he's not doing it? No. There you go. And it is, you know, so there's there's context there. This is going to be a challenge here. I, I got to read this read without putting glasses Good on. Good luck. I'm not sure if I can do it. I'm going to have to pull Beningo, put it up by my face. You ever see Joe do his reads? You ever no. see Benigno? Oh, my God, it's hysterical. Dove, you know what I mean, right? When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. A good question. Three random questions. Let's find out. With Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata. One, two, Three. On the fan. All right, BT, you ready to go here? Three random questions yep. on this Wednesday with Doink and Goldust. Uh, number one, do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Yeah, uh, not not crazy, though, man. Not not crazy. We're just so busy, and you wind up, truth of the matter is, we wind up spending so much money on so many different things. Like, when we were dating and we were engaged and, before, you know, before the kids, when the kids were little, yeah, of course. Now... We incorporate the kids. Mm-hmm. We make it a family thing, you know, and we, we really toned it down this year. So everybody in our home knows that it's Valentine's Day. It was, it was balloons this morning, you know, oh, okay. heart pancakes for the kids. But, like, we had an agreement, like, let's not go nuts on each did other you, this year. We're did, good. Did you get your wife a card? Not yet. I had not, no. Can I tell you the move? By, by the way, like Valentine's Day for us stopped. Now with my daughter or whatever, once she gets a little bit older, fine. But like, come on, after a couple of years of marriage, yeah, enough with the Valentine's Day <laughs> stuff. However, <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. And my wife doesn't even care. So, yeah. but here. And by the way, Jen said, don't get a card. Yeah, she even see, did say go. that. But I, I can't not do that. So I have to do that. Listen to this brilliance. Okay. Last year, as a matter of fact, it might have been like three years ago, I bought multiple cards. Just stick them in the drawer for yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. Brilliant. I totally Love forgot it. that last time. I was like, uh. let me go to the drawer here and see. There's a Valentine's Day card. Oh. I'm upset. I walk upstairs this morning or downstairs, whatever, with the card. 
And my wife looked like she saw a ghost because she knew, and I knew, she didn't get me anything. Oh. And I don't even care. Like, obviously, I'm like, don't even waste your time. But yeah, it just but felt, you could use that as leverage. Oh, oh I got baby. you a card. You didn't get me anything. I'm telling eh, you, it's a good go, leverage point. go suck it up once, buy like five cards, and stash them, and you don't have to worry about it for five years down the road. I, I, that's a good move. That's a savvy move. That's a guy who's been married for a couple mm-hmm. of years now who's learning the, the, the ropes here yeah. a little bit. It's a good veteran move right there. Listen, I did, for, and I finally learned my lesson. Like, my wife doesn't love flowers. She doesn't. She likes them. Right. She doesn't love them. She doesn't need them on Valentine's Day. So even though I've known that for a while, the last, you know, basically since we've been married, I still get her, like, really nice roses. Really? And they're not cheap, dude. No, it's, it's I don't a mean lot of from the, you know, from the corner. The yeah, deadly, I, I mean, I get uh, go to a florist and, you know, have an arrangement made and I, I give one to my daughter as well. No. Yeah, okay, good. No, I you, gave you that's the money it. better. Ship is sailed. All right, number two. Can you. Oh, not can you, because I know you could. <clears throat> Would you pay for something with um, an exorbitant amount of change? Um, Let me see. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I have a little experience. That this is a million years ago. It was a different world. I remember before the MetroCard cards came right. out, those swipers. Right? Yeah. My dad would have the tokens on top right. of the refrigerator. Tokens. Okay. So I had an arrangement at the Tiamo in the neighborhood. Like, he would take the tokens, and I would kind of use them as currency. Oh, So okay. I would buy some stuff with, with, the, with the tokens. Right. Like, I actually did that. Uh, I haven't done it in a while. I I will I will do this. Like, say if I go to the – so if, say if I gas up, and I want to get, like, a bottle of water or a cup of coffee for the ride or whatever. I – if it's $5.36, for some reason, I always have change in my, in my uh-huh. wallet. I got a Costanza wallet. It's massive. Right, right, right. I will I will dig out the coins. I'm a little neurotic with that. And if I could give you exact change, I will try my right. best to do that. Okay. Now, Why? I respect that and I like that. Okay. So, we have generally, you know, by, by the way, you really pay for anything with cash now any day. Yeah, a- that's anyway, true. Anyway, so it must be building up for years, but we have like this coin jar. And I'm like, all right, you know, we're moving, trying to get things in order. Let me get rid of this. I go to the coin star. You know, the coin star machine you dump. Oh, up. of course. Yeah, yeah. It gives you denominator. Yeah, yeah. I go to the local one. Sorry, this coin star is filled up, not working. Oh. All right. So now I'm aggravated. It's like the vending machines yeah. here. Nothing yeah. works. Now I go home and I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to do it myself. So I count it all out and oh. I put it in bags or whatever for the most part. Like I counted exact how much quarters. The rest I just separated and put in bags. I have no idea what it is. How big is the jar, by the way? It was pretty significant. You might be like, there was like a vacation jar that people so, would do so over the $60 years. So like... $60 in quarters. Now, nice. no, dimes, nickels, pennies, I didn't count up, but there's still a lot there. You're talking about over 100 bucks, probably of, right. of change. So I go back to the store and coin store again, not working. <laughs> now I'm really ticked off. You got to go with Doink. They'll and be I, so oh, afraid yeah. they'll fix it for you. I go to the customer service, uh, stop and shop. I go, excuse me, can can you change, would you be willing to change these quarters out? Because he, I know there's a lot, but I have the exact amount. There were two bags, like little Ziploc bags, mm-hmm. of $30 each of quarters. I got it. She goes, no, we don't do that. I go, but your coin star has been broken for weeks. She's like, no, we don't do that. I go, okay, so I could take these and go pay at the register? She's like, yeah, sure. So oh, I did. Nice. I did. Just to complicate their world yeah, a little bit because they complicated yours. I don't yours. care how big the line is behind me, so I go up to pay for the groceries ahead <laughs> of the Super Bowl. Yeah. And a kid, probably you know, 16-year-old kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, all right. Here's twenty bucks in cash, and here's sixty dollars in quarters. That is awesome. Did he count the sixty dollars in quarters? No. He looked at me like I was crazy because I'm not. 
I'm not counting. But he took dollars. it. You he can't turn it. down any that's form right. of money. That's right. He took nice. it. Nice. Hopefully he took you it. stiffed him a few bucks, too. Teach yeah. him a lesson. And I didn't even <laughs> fix your machine. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. All right, last one. For, I mean, come I on, dude. Props to the young kid for, like, you know, what did you say? He's 16. Yeah, he's probably whatever. so locked into his job. He's like, I'm not even doing that. I'm not I believe you, sir. Keep it moving. Yeah, and it was legit. But I would have done the same thing if I was him. And I was him at one point. I'm not counting that up. But, like, my wife was embarrassed for weeks. She's like, I'm not taking that. I'm like, it's money. It's money. You can play on $60 right here. Yeah. My grandfather used yeah. to say in his raspy voice, you know what I used to get from Santa when I was a kid when he would see yeah. what we were getting? He said, I used to get a penny and a couple of rock candies. Yeah. All right. So, like, you know, pennies, uh, you know, listen, nickels, dimes, so good. They count. It I all mean, counts. these new generations that disrespect money, get a grip. All right, last one for you. Yes. Do you congratulate someone on if their team wins the title? I don't give a rat's ass about anybody but my teams. Why would I care? <laughs> no. Like, let's no. say, hypothetically, Hoff, you know, whatever, the Mets won. Mets the one, would be different because a lot of my series. best friends are Mets. No, right, no fans. So, that so that, 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 that's but more that personal. That's would different. You, all right, so whatever. But, but would when you, Seattle Seahawks won, was out. No, I Well, but if you knew a Seahawks fan. Yeah, well, okay, let me, you know what? Let me take back that first answer. So, guys at the station that I see all the time, Gallo's a Broncos fan. He's a great Broncos fan. Great example. Like, if they won the Super Bowl. Or Maggie with the Bills. I don't know Maggie particularly well, but I know she's a bit, you know, I mean, Big I know Bills her enough to yeah, say yeah, hi. Yeah. I, I see her, but I, and, and okay, I like so her. Gallo, I just don't know her. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm with Gallo every day. I would I would absolutely dap him up. Nice job, dude. Congrats. Because he didn't see with the, the two with that way. He's younger than we are. Yeah. I would go out of my way to do that. If you're a college fan and I, you went to a school, that's different. Like a couple of my buddies who went to Nova when Jay Wright won the two championships. Yep, I let them know I'm happy for him. I'm jealous as a St. John's fan. Lost again, by the way, to Providence last night. Not good. Uh, I try to. I, I answered that too quickly, especially if it's a good person. I'll try to do the right thing. I know, but, like, what are we doing here? For example, if I were to congratulate you on the Jets winning the Super Bowl, you had nothing to do with it. Why am I congratulating you? Or Hoff or Gallo with his Broncos or me with my teams. Like, I didn't do anything. You know, just because you root for a team, do you deserve the congratulatory? I mean, it depends how good of a fan you are. Now, if the Jets would have won the Super Bowl this year and you didn't congratulate me, I would have felt very slighted because... The whole unkillable yeah. speech would have been the origin of the Super Bowl. That's where the dream was really was born. I, I, felt, I felt a part of it. Th- this is but, where it hit yeah. So, you know Nikki Latarulo, right? I know you met her. Oh, yeah, Nikki first. from SMI. So she's cool. a big Chiefs fan. Oh, I, yeah, I knew so that. So the other day, I, I went into work, and she was there, and I, and I was I knew she was going to be there. She was, like, watching me do BNNY, like, you know, shadowing so she could host it herself, which she did yesterday. Oh. Did a nice job. Anyway, so I knew I was going to see her the day after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and I was like... Do I say congratulations? Yeah, stop being no, so no, miserable, I didn't. dude. I didn't say it's not miserable. Like, what did she oh, do? She didn't do God. anything for it. So let me ask you this. The Mets finally crack through and win. You don't... Mets win the World Series. You don't, don't want me to congratulate you on the air? No, you could be like, oh, dude, that was awesome. And we talk about the game. I, no, I said that I was awesome. Anything. Congratulations. On what? I didn't do anything. On riding the hellish ride the Mets have put you through. And here we are. You finally got your reward. Hey, Congrats. How about, how about, I'd be um, genuinely happy for yeah, you. Right. So how about this? I'm happy for you as a fan that you finally got to experience that. Yes, but the way that you generally express that happiness is by saying congratulations. Yeah, but congratulations makes it like. Like what I was a uh, like special team gunner yeah, exactly. or something. Yeah, yeah. I, when I, I we, got you. Right. When we won the Super Bowl. No, you well, didn't yeah, win the Super well. Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah, the we stuff gets a little bit off the rails. All right, right good job on that, Sal. Appreciate it, buddy. 877-337-6666. Let's get back to you. Uh, Freddie's in Springfield, New Jersey. What's going on, Fred? Hey, how you doing, BT? Okay, Sal. Fred. Hey, What's bud. up, Freddie? Listen, 
Uh, I want to talk about uh, what you guys mentioned earlier um, about the uh, manager of a team, and some guy called up and was trying to compare the Mets manager to the Yankee manager. Yeah. Um, my personal opinion is, out of, out of the four major sports, um, the, the baseball manager is the, is the least important. Would you agree to that? Probably would. Mm. Yes, Good I would, question. actually. Mm, maybe the uh, NBA. Okay. I was going to say, say, that's the only other one in consideration. NBA or well, baseball? Say, the, reason why, the reason why I'm glad that you guys agreed with that, uh, for the most part, is the fact that how do you go from clueless Joe to Hall of Fame Joe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, because you have I mean, players. Think about that for a minute. Players. The guy who was the worst manager, the coolest Joe, idiot, yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. He comes to the Yankees, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Yep. What does that tell you? But don't you think it depends on who the manager is? Like, the, the equivalent will be, the well, put, put somebody ahead, on the right? Rangers. If it's not Bruce Bochy, I don't think they're winning the World Series this year. He took a team that won, what, okay, 70-something okay. games last year to, the, to win the World Series this year? That has something to do with the, with the manager. I think it depends on who it is. Well, uh, all, I'm, all I'm saying is is that, of course, there's, there's some managers that are better than others to yep. make a, a critical move. There's no question about or make, that. Or just make more of a difference, have more of an impact than others, not even right. about but a specific you, move. But you take a guy like Joe Torrey, and it's it's really beyond that because he had the same X's and O's, I'm sure, his whole his whole career as a manager. But he knew how to deal with the type of team that he has. So a personality could be more important than the X's and the O's. Yes, I do. Def, I did, Freddie. I think that's an outstanding point. You think about the monotonous nature of baseball, and I know many of you know this, but think about what a baseball player. Indoors is the wrong word because we all wish we were mm-hmm. good enough to be baseball players. But I do think we lose sight of the time and the investment. And, and just, So you play 100. Even if you don't play 162 games, you are responsible to be there 162 times. That's a lot. You play every day pretty much. You travel across the country. Yeah, I know you're in four seasons. Great airport's fantastic. You know what time you get to the yard for a 705 first pitch? What? These guys get Three, there at 2.30. Yeah, okay. You're looking at scouting reports, the opposing pitcher. If you're a catcher, you're with the starting pitcher with the with the bullpen coach and the pitching coach watching how do we attack this guy and that guy. Infield, outfield, teamwork. I mean, it is an arduous labor. And it's amazing, but it's a lot of work. My point is, if you don't have the right guy kind of keeping things loose, knowing when to step on the gas and be a disciplinarian, that matters. That is a touch that... You can't quantify it, but when you have it, you know it. Quick answer. Yes. Do you, do you think Buck would have won a World Series had he not been fired with the Yankees? Yes, I do. I do. Me too. Absolutely. Maybe not as much success as Torrey, and Torrey deserves a ton of credit, but I think ultimately the talent would have prevailed anyway. Yep, I don't disagree with that. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal on the fan coming up. I'm going to hit you with the crown. Yankee tickets next hour as well. On a special WWE themes, we pay off our bet, and boy, is it uh, it is a painful one. But it's actually been kind of fun with uh, Goldust and Doink. We have embraced it. We've leaned in. Hoff gave us no wiggle room. We basically look like uh, crazy people, but you guys are eating this up. And if you haven't seen it yet on social media, it's all over. Check it out, and I'm sure you'll parachute into the comments and say what you're going to say. All right, we'll get the update. We'll hit you with the crowd. Coming up next on The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Doncic, the step back three you bet. music you set my world on fire. and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 